Welcome everyone. Live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. My name is Ardian and my fellow co-hosts today from Sunshine College are Noah, Ziad, Miles, Maya, Ashley. Our special guest today is Sergeant John Potter, Senior Sergeant John Potter. Potter. Uh, what is it like working for the police station? Yeah, firstly, I just want to say hi to everyone and um, thank you for having me on here today. Nice. Um, what was that first question again? What is it like working for the police station? Working for the police or the police station? Police station. The police station. So I currently work at Sunshine Police Station, which is just across the road. Um, as you guys probably aware, Sunshine's a pretty busy area and a lot of good fun things happening with a lot of diverse communities. So it's um it's quite enjoyable. We get to engage with different, learn about different communities and cultures and that. <clears throat> what made you become? Uh, what made you want to become a police officer? So I joined when I was pretty young. I was 22. Um, growing up at high school and that, it was always in the back of my mind, never in the forefront. But um, when I did, um, well, I wasn't. I was going to uni, and that wasn't really doing it for me. And me and my mate were—I don't know if you know the movie—but we're watching a movie called Super Troopers. Have you guys seen that? No, probably not. Probably a bit before your time. It's about some highway patrol. Uh, police officers and um, we're like oh we could do that that'll be funny and so we applied and then um, after that they, I got offered a, a job and then I started working and yeah I was really young oh yeah yep what are you doing to make sunshine safer what am I doing so we, we are doing quite a few things um, we've got different uh, initiatives which we're engaged with so firstly, it's all our response units that go out and, and do the job. So a job will come in, um, someone will call up Triple O, and we've got members that will go out there and assist them. And then we've also got proactive things that we do. So we have units that will um, investigate different things, go to different places where there have been issues arising. So say we've got a shopping center here and, and there's an increase in thefts, we'll do proactive patrols in regards to that and, and do operations and stuff like that. And then just general engagement with the community um, also provides that. Um, after the incident that happened like a few months back in Sunshine Station, what are like the police uh, community doing to make it more safer in Sunshine Station? Yep, Sunshine. So with that, I can definitely tell you that Transit have increased their resourcing capability to attend those incidences. Um, there's also, we've got assigned tasking and assigned task forces, I should say, that investigate those particular areas. I can't say too much on it yeah. due to the sensitive nature of it, but it's definitely been investigated and we do a lot of things in the background, which a lot of the public probably don't see, but a lot of engagement with those kids that are involved and um, and try and get them back in the right way and right line and not get them involved in those type of things. Yeah. Uh, what is the worst area to work in? The worst area to work in? Um, no, I wouldn't say there's any better or worse areas. Everywhere has its positives, everywhere has its negatives. I've worked in all sorts of areas and um, it's just like any job. You're going to have the good things and you're going to have the bad things. But... Overall, policing is quite fun, I think. I enjoy it. And um, every day brings something new. So I wouldn't say there's a better or worse area you can work. It, they all have their own things. Yeah. What are the hours like working as a police officer? Yep. So your general duties police officer that you will see out on the streets, they will work usually um, eight-hour shifts. That's the basic. And that's shift work. So they could work at any time during the day. They 24-hour rotation, start whenever. Yeah. 
what's like what, what do you arrest people like for the main offence the main offence so yeah. there's only certain offences that you can arrest people for um, and they're your more serious offences which fall under the Crimes Act and then there's other offences which don't fall under the Crimes Act which you can be arrested for um, a, a general offence might be a theft so someone goes into what's behind us is it Woolworths or something uh, yeah like is it EB Games or something? EB Games you go in there you go and steal the new Call of Duty you can be arrested for that oh, yeah nice. What's the toughest part about being a police officer that people might not think about? Yep, in my opinion, and I'm not too great at it, but it would be the paperwork. The paperwork, there is a lot of it. So say we, someone goes into AB Games, they grab that new Call of Duty and walk out and don't pay for it, and we arrest them. There's probably about you know three to four hours plus worth of paperwork involved in that. Um, and just getting your head around it, trying to work out the different processes. Uh, it's not only just about arresting someone, it's also about getting them to court and um, prosecuting that person at court. What's the scariest situation you've ever dealt with while on duty as an officer? Yeah, so um, I did see that question there and it made me have a think. Um, at the time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say um, there'd be any... When a job comes up, it could sound really scary, yeah. but you go through your processes and your training and and there's obviously community expectation. You guys expect us to do something. And as long as we follow those processes and training, we should be okay. And I find when the adrenaline's pumping in that, you don't really feel scared at the time. You just go there, you get what has to be done, done. Yeah. I find afterwards when the adrenaline drops, um, then you can be like, oh, that was a bit scary. Because yeah. yeah. when you have like an adrenaline, you feel like you're empowered because you know your place and stuff. Sorry, go again. Because, like, when you have adrenaline, you can feel empowered and you know your place and stuff and you know that they'll, like, get scared of you. No yeah, well, or, no, not everyone's scared of police. Oh. But um, yeah. it's more just about if you follow your processes and your training, um, you know you're well supported. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. If um, you are just tuning in, you're listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM, live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Ardian and my fellow co-hosts today from Sunshine College are Noah, Ziad, Miles, Maya and Ashley. And our special guest today is Senior Sergeant John Potter. What do you wish more teenagers understood about your job and the decisions you make? Yeah, so um, probably the biggest thing for me is what I wish more people would understand and possibly teenagers. But I find teenagers are more open-minded than adults, believe it or not is that we're not out to get people. We're not out to hit quotas. We generally, pretty much 99% of our members, or 99.9%, join the job because they want to help people. And the people that we do see every day is usually because they're in a crisis moment. They don't know who to turn to. They call triple O and that's their last resort because they've got no one else to go to. And that's how we see it. And we want to go and help help the you know people. Um, definitely not to stitch anyone up. The other thing is, is um, for teenagers in general, is knife crime. And I know you brought it up earlier. Um, and knife and weapon crime in general, it's a, it's a topical issue at the moment. And knives, machetes, they're very dangerous. Even if you carry one for protection yourself, it can be very easily used against you. It's um, just not worth having. It is a crime to have, not an arrestable crime. Well, it can be, but low level, it's not an arrestable crime. You can get a penalty notice for it, which is about $1,000, I think. 
but um, you definitely don't want to be in a position where you're carrying a weapon, which escalates a, a tense situation when it's used. Yeah. In, a, in a really hard situation, have you ever had to use your gun on anything on your own? No, I've, no, not personally. I've never used my fire. I've been in job 12 years. Um, I've been to a lot of jobs where, you know, the other person's had a gun on them. Um, I've never felt, felt myself, I've pulled my firearm out before, but I've never felt threatened enough to raise my firearm on someone. Um, usually I find, and like I said, most people, when we're going, they're in crisis. If we can talk to them and engage with them, they'll engage back most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Are there programs or events where students like us can learn more about police work or even get involved? Yep. So we at Sunshine hold work experience for students where they can come and do a week-long um, work experience week. With that, what I try and do is get them out to uh, canine unit, uh, air wing, water police, uh, detectives, crime scene service officers, uh, prosecutions, and they get a whole range of exposure to all these different units. Um, I think that's fantastic. And oh, I think it would beat out most work experience places. The other thing, there's career expos that you can go to, or you can go to your local station agency. And uh, I know there's resource packs from the uh, uh, recruitment team that they can provide you as well. Um, how are you and your colleague uh, trained to handle sensitive situation, especially with teens? Yep. So, and that goes to that crisis thing I was talking about earlier. When, when we do speak to people or engage with people, usually it's because they're in crisis. Um, with that in particular, we do get training at the academy for it. And they've just recently released a really good package that all police members are doing, which is called Prime Training, which we engage uh, with um, psychologists and stuff like that. And they give us some training on it. I find the best training though is on the job training and learning about that and just being exposed to those sort of situations. Uh, the other thing we do have are what we call PACER teams where we have a clinician that comes out and talks to the person as well. So with those teenagers and that, we can also refer them off using PACER to other agencies and, um, and get them linked in where they can get help that they need. Um, what's the best part of being a police officer? Like, what would you yeah, say? The best part would be, um, I like, besides the paperwork, <laughs> I like it all. Um, I like patrolling the streets. I like engaging with the community. I also like where where you come to work and you work with a with a good group of people. We've we're all got each other's backs, and that that sort of culture, I, I love it. And to work for for your members and for the community, I really do enjoy it. Have you ever been in a high speed chase? In a what? Sorry, high speed chase. <laughs> I, yes, I have been in a high speed chase a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, with those though, they, they are dangerous. So I, I would say when I first started, it was probably a little bit more liberal how we did it. Now there's a lot more constraints to it. Um, and we, our number one priority is for the community to be safe. If someone's running away from us in a, in a vehicle, it's most likely they're not going to stop for us. So us continuing to chase them isn't safe for the community because they're just going to get more riskier and riskier with their driving. And the last thing we need is for them to play onto a, a poor family or something. Yeah. What is the sa safety inside a police car like? The safety? Yeah. Yeah. So a police car uh, is just like any general car pretty much. Um, so that 
It's not reinforced in the doors or anything like that. It's just the general police car. You'll do have some of your other units. So your special operations group, which are like your SWAT and that they'll, they've got what's called a Bearcat, which is a big tank looking thing that they drive around, which you might see every now and then. Um, but other things we do have is obviously lights and sirens. That's a safety thing, our radios. We've got, uh, we've got special speedos, I guess, which um, tells us like how fast we go and beeps at us if we're doing the wrong thing and stuff like that. And um, that's most of it, but yeah. Do you, do you like you know the cars here? Do, are they like specially tuned? Uh, yeah, no, they do have to be tuned because they carry with the with your typical van out on the road. They carry so much extra weight that yeah, they do need some yeah. extra parts and that. Yeah, Up to the engineer. Yeah, they they would be. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big car person, so I don't know the ins and outs of it. But because I do know they carry so much extra weight yeah. to the point where some of the um, the vans that crack at the bottom. Yeah, um, that's how much weight they're carrying. So yeah, the engines do have to be. Um, is it fun when you turn on the sirens? Like, <laughs> is it fun? Um, yeah. When yeah, first first time out on the road and you turn on the sirens, yeah, it is yeah. fun. And and the roads open up, everyone moves out of the way, and yeah. it's like oh, there's some traffic. Yeah, it's basically Let's saying make up, make way for the big guy. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, no, it, it is fun, and and the lights as well, and. And yeah, it was the first time, obviously been around a little bit longer now, it's not the same, but that yeah. very first time, yeah. Yeah. What is drug use like in Brimbank? Drug use? Um, yeah, <laughs> it depends. Is there any certain aspect you want to talk of it? Uh, is it does it happen uh, to catch someone on drugs? Is it more often in Brimbank or in other areas? So with drug use, um, it happens everywhere and it is something that does happen okay and obviously you guys go to a school where you probably some of your fellow students might use drugs i know they did when i went to school um when we talk about catching people doing drugs and stuff like that it's not about catching them if we do find someone that is using drugs um our first port of call is to get that person to a referral agency and try and help them out with drugs it's a pretty slippery slope in my opinion um yeah if you dabble here and there it does nothing but then you know you dabble more and more and more and more and it just goes downhill so quickly what's the most common drug you catch people with uh oh depends yeah like it depends on the time um what's coming into the country stuff stuff like that so and the areas as well um, different areas have different sort of things that they use. Yeah. If someone our age wanted to pursue a career in law enforcement, what advice would you give them? Well, not to do drugs would probably be number one. Um, now, just to keep your head down, obviously, while still being young, you, you're going to, you know, get up to some trouble, not massive trouble, but I like you're going to go out and want to have fun in that. But yeah, keep your head down, keep yourself out of trouble. Um, definitely, you have to do your VCE. Otherwise, um, yeah, you have to do your VCE. Probably the other thing is before you do join the police, I'll look at getting some other experience. Um, I'm talking from my own experience. I was pretty young and just I reckon having more experience in different work fields, stuff like that would be a great help. If you catch someone under the age of 18, like doing drugs, yeah, uh, what time would they like go to jail or something? Or no. They, oh. So... <laughs> Someone under 18 most likely won't go to jail for drugs. Yeah, or um, like they smuggle in and stuff. 
They smuggle in? Yeah. From where? I don't know. Where, where are they smuggling in drugs? I don't know. I'm just saying like... So that that's not a thing, I would oh. say. So for someone under 18, I wouldn't be saying they're smuggling in drugs. If we do... We, if we were to catch someone under 18 with drugs, it would be probably more treated as a health issue first, okay, and get them the help they need and, and the knowledge and training around drug use and that to help them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're caught with drugs, you might cop a smack for it. Not a proper smack, but, you know, given a notice saying don't do drugs. Yeah, because now, um, yeah, 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 like, yeah. nowadays, like, there's, like, lots of young people that supply and stuff, and yep. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this yep. is not normal. So if you're supplying drugs that's different um and you can't get into serious trouble being under 18 and if it's your first couple of offenses it'll be more of a training and knowledge situation if you continue doing that and then you're over 18 you're probably looking at some jail time yeah what is probation period as an officer like the probation period as an officer is your first two years so and then after those first two years you get given the rank of first constable during the probation period you're learning um you're taking in as much information as you can you're taking on as much work as you can you're trying to get exposed to all different areas and um yeah you're just learning and and trying to gain as much knowledge as possible that's all we have time for today thank you to our guest senior sergeant john potter it's been a great pleasure talking to you today Live from Sunshine Marketplace in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to Sunshine Live on Live FM. My name is Ardian and my fellow co-host from Sunshine College today were Noah, Ziad, Miles, Maya and Ashley. Thank you for joining us today, Senior Sergeant John Potter. No, thank you for having me. We hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you.